Hey, this is Harry Mays. You're listening to the Boots and Pat Show, where you get all your sports opinions. Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come along, old chaps. We got us a show to do. But I'm thinking it's time to grow. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm all over the place this morning. So, good morning, everybody. Well, good afternoon. It's 12 o'clock. It is September the 6th. It is Labor Day weekend. Boots, you're looking mighty festive today. How are we feeling today? Feeling great. Feeling great. What's up, man? Just another day in paradise. Uh, it's uh, It's been a... Yeah, I, you, you'll have to set that up how you have to. Like, you know, get yourself situated. You know, I did not get everything, like, ideal. We'll just turn it and then tighten... <laughs> you know it has to be like pointed at your face, right? It's cool, man. Okay, there you go. As long as I can hear you, that's all that matters. So it is, as I said, it is uh, Labor Day weekend. We are back with the Booja Pat Show. Uh, you're looking mighty festive. You're looking uh, office Stanley vacation-esque. Yeah, man, I love this hat. I got it in North Carolina. I'm gonna, it's going to be my Sunday hat. It's a- Speaking of it being a nice Sunday, uh, can we get our weather report for the day? I, I haven't been outside, quite honestly, but uh, the window was open earlier. I felt breezy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it could be a nice day to sit out on the on the deck and just have a few cocktails? That's why I'm wearing my outside hat. <laughs> outside on the indoors. Okay, there you go. Uh, so phone lines, I hope, are open. I did not check them, uh, so we'll just see how that works today. Uh, give us a call, 724-815-0667. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can get us on Apple iTunes, uh, Stitcher, or in reality, you should all just go on to the iHeartRadio, get the iHeartRadio app, and uh, say, play the Bucha Pacho. Or just listen to us live. Or listen to us live. Well, you know, some people don't have Facebook, and, uh, you know, I mean... We call them communists. <laughs> yeah, what was it? People that don't have Facebook or drink, you, you, you don't trust them? I don't trust them. Yeah, I could, I could see how that could be a problem for most people. Um, so uh, you're monitoring the uh, boards over there, so if anybody's got any co- questions or comments or anything, feel free to uh, text Booch and he will uh, let us know. So uh, let's jump into some odds and ends of the show today. Um, one of your... Not just you, but many people across the uh, nation love uh, Taco Bell. I do love Taco Bell. Are I you love, like the taco boxes? You get twelve tacos for like a nickel. <laughs> for a nickel. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're in good spirits about Taco Bell because I have some bad news. What? They started removing items off their menu. Uh, they've been talking about that for months now. The big one that I saw all over uh, the internet was uh, people are up in arms about they removed their taco pizza. I didn't even know they had it. I didn't know they had one. So it doesn't affect my life. I get I get tacos. I get nachos. Quesadilla once in a while. As long as they don't get rid of those three things, I'm happy. What kind of taco are we doing? The I, uh, I just like the soft shell. The soft shell. Yeah, yeah. you're not it. Do they still do the Dorito thing? I think they have. They had the Cool Ranch too. But you just a soft shell. Yeah, though. it gets all over your hands. I just like soft shell. <laughs> 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 okay. So they used to have a nacho box too. It was like twelve dollars for like a big box of nachos. Okay. 
I did not know that. I order of it, and it's like cold. I am one of the people that is very late to the Taco Bell game. I never ate Taco Bell my entire life. I think the first time I had Taco Bell was maybe, maybe well, well, two years ago. Well, the problem with Taco Bell, there's not a lot around here. You have to... Oh, there's none in Jankatown? No, there, there could have been. <laughs> could have been. Thanks, Rick Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when this gets shared on the on the page, oh my! <laughs> For the whole Jake and Town, whatever Barrel Hall staff, <laughs> I don't know who elects you, but I know I want it. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Uh, so a couple of things as as far as the world that we live in. Now we are in officially. This is our first show in September. It has now been. We are approaching like the true six month mark of the Corona pandemic, and things are still. Not up get, in the air. Not getting much better. Not getting much better. You had a, uh, you have school starting to go back, whether it's hybrid learning, virtual. Yeah, it seems like in, a lot of hybrid going on. Well, I know uh, Temple University went back, and I think after a two, day, a day, <laughs> two days, they canceled. Well, not canceled. Uh, they swapped everything over to virtual learning for the rest of the semester. Yeah, that's that's not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I mean, it, they shouldn't have even tried to begin with. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, it, I mean, as far as um, as far as school learning is concerned, I mean, you have a lot of a lot of parents, a lot of families, like you know, how are we going to do this? Like, I I can't stay home from work. I gotta. There's just so many what ifs, and and I understand both sides of the uh, the argument. There's and, gonna, like, there's there's questions, concerns on how you're going to do it. There's going to be a lot of eight and nine year olds. That don't know how to read. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of dumb kids walking around. <laughs> okay, you're, you're right to the point on that, aren't you? A lot of dumb kids in the world. It's not good. I mean, it's gonna be a lot of stupid kids because of this pandemic. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. I I was actually kind of like up until they started doing the uh, virtual learning and everything. I was kind of in the mindset you're just gonna have a lot of kids repeating grades. So what used to be like like what eight years old in second grade, now the new the new norm is going to be you're going to be ten years old in second grade. People are going to graduate when they're like thirty, <laughs> pretty much, because they're all walking around and can't read and they're dumb. And they're all dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of the coronavirus, uh, he announced he announced earlier or late this past week that The Rock and his whole family. Had the coronavirus. Then mysteriously, three days later, they're all cured. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, he he did talk about how it was at the end of his uh, his quarantine and everything like that. And now he's gonna it's... really take uh, all of this, like you know, to all of his uh, social distancing. Like he was already taking it seriously. Now he's taking it even further. It's great how all the all the rich people get it and they're done with it in four days. <laughs> well, the re- the reason I'm bringing it up. Is because, and I don't know how other people feel about this. I just know it's where I stand. And when he can't, like I like, I like The Rock. I think he makes funny movies. He does. I think he's a talented actor. However, I don't care that you have. The, like, I'm sorry that you got sick. I'm sorry your family got sick. But I don't understand why celebrities are coming out and telling. Yeah, I got it. You know, like this is what's going. Like. This is my platform to tell you, like, we got to be safe. I don't care. We're six months in. If people don't know to wear a mask, then you're then you're living un, under a rock. Like, that's – it's everywhere. Living it's, under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but, uh, but uh, that's the point. And, like, you know, when this whole thing started, you had um, 
Idris Elba, Tom Hanks, like they came out and said that they had it, but then they never gave really updates when they were cured. So now you have The Rock, who had it, didn't tell anybody, and now he's telling everybody at the tail end. He's like, yeah, it was okay for the kids, but he and his wife were, you know, in a bad place. Like they were hurting, and he doesn't wish it upon anybody. And it's like, yeah, I get it, but every like, it, it's September. Bat- Batman has it too. Ah, Pattinson. Yes, they shut down production again. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh. That's, that, they're still like still filming nowhere near being done. So why did they already release a trailer? Uh, I guess they gave us whatever they had. It actually doesn't look too bad. <laughs> did you did you like inspect the like you know a lot of like fanboys and everybody like really dove into it? Did you see like the the penguin in the trailer? Isn't it a uh, Colin Farrell? Yeah, but did you see him in the trailer? No, not really. Dude, at the end of this show, like lo- or even during the show, look it up on your phone. Like just like Colin Farrell as the penguin. People have, like, frozen... I, I saw this picture for, yeah. Oh, my God, it doesn't even look like him. Yeah, I've seen that. I didn't know if there was anything... No, 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 that's, oh. that, that was the only one. Yeah, he was looking a little old there. Old, like, like, like wrinkly, like, bigger fate, like, everything. I was like, I, I, I never would have known it was him. I don't know if they CGI'd him like that, or is it just the way he looks now? <laughs> I don't know. I know he quit drinking, though. Hey, you think it would do the opposite effect. I guess we got to keep on drinking, then. <laughs> is he a communist? He's well. No, he no. drank. He drank a hard life. <laughs> he, he, as my dad would say, he had a rough paper route. Yeah, he he drank a you know good Irishman right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not get a chance to uh, uh, grab a photo for today's show because last week we started with uh, what's the send your pictures, the dear old Captain Pat. <laughs> No. What, the, what, what photos are you looking for? Well, I was, I'm trying to tell you. Oh. Okay. Last week we started with. Uh, uh, the the two deaths, uh, uh, Bozeman and uh, um, Clifton uh, Rob, Robertson. Uh, I was gonna have one ready for today, but I never got around to it, and that would be for uh, John Thompson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Shortly, I think that was what announced Monday, Monday, right yeah. at like obviously the day after the show. Um, Tom Seaver died too. Yeah, I do remember that. I for, I kind of forgot about that this week. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah. died, he died of Corona, but he's had dementia for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of sad about the John Thompson. It's just like it's it's a constant like it's, it's 2020. Well, it's it really it's is a never ending year. It, here we are. We're coming down to the, the home stretch. It's like all right, let's start knocking off people. Why we're, not? We're actually in a celebrity death pool type thing, and they had to shut it down for like four months because of uh, all these celebrities just dying off. <laughs> See, you, do you feel good about making money off of celebrities dying? Well, they have to be a certain age. It's not like they're like 20. <laughs> they got to be in their 60s, 70s, 80s. <laughs> 60s, 70s, and 80s. Uh, pre-existing conditions or no? No. Has to be like, you know, hit by a car. Boop! <laughs> yep. Walking down the street and you just spontaneously and, can and you explode. Can't, and you can't win the money until the investigation's over. <laughs> until they Until they know how the person died. <laughs> That's Hashtag pretty, Rona. It's pretty messed up. They think these people in these death pools actually go out and kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. That, very weird. Uh, let's shift gears here a little bit. Oh, um, before we even get too far, far along, because this will actually give me a chance to grab my beer. Uh, let's hear a word from our sponsors. The White Horse Coffee and Creamery, located in the heart of Jankatown at 700 West Avenue. The White Horse offers organic coffee and espresso, Signature ice cream sundaes, handcrafted beverages, fresh pastries, and more. Some of the most popular items are Dole Whip, 
cold brew, nitro cold brew, and their signature sundaes and lattes. Their specials change monthly, but for the month of August, the White Horse is offering a watermelon creamsicle milkshake, a coconut white mocha, and a Burundi pour-over. Also, CBD can be added to any drink, and on Mondays, lattes are only $3. Any additional information can be found on their website, www.whitehorsecoffeecreamery.com. They're open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., Saturdays at 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Check out the White Horse Coffee Creamery. Are you having a tough time trying to pay off your credit card bill? I owe what? When did I spend over $100 on fast food? Oh, <laughs> drunk weekend. That was a good time. Let us make it easy for you. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show, your better way to get sports talk radio, live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live or on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. All right, thank you for the White Horse Coffee Creamery. Is that a new one you did today? No, 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 I, I, I told you, I had three. That was just one that you didn't hear. Oh, and, and for those, and also for those people that uh, don't catch this show live or whatever whatever the case may be, if you actually do tune into our podcast, you actually get uh, some different audio, some different things that we add in. We have some music and stuff. But, of course, if you're listening on the podcast, you don't get to see our beautiful faces. So, just do both. Uh, yeah, I figured you would like that one. Yeah, that's uh, kind of special right there. <laughs> I, I, fig- I figured you would like that one since uh, I got a we, – we did a little bit of hard drinking yesterday. and You did. And the dominoes were gone. I've been watching a Friday night light marathon for the last 24 hours. <laughs> there you go. That's the way to do it. Uh, now, even though uh, I comment and say that you look very uh, Stanley vaca- – vacation Stanley, it also kind of looks very Kentucky derby Yes, yeah, yeah. Yesterday was the Derby. Did you watch it? I, I was asleep. <laughs> uh, it was a weird one. Like, obviously, all the horse races, everything that we've been going through, it, it's weird not having people in the stands. Uh, but surprisingly, there was still a lot of people there. Like, you know, trainers, owners. Horses. Horses, <laughs> jockeys, etc. I mean, there was a lot of people. Uh, but I was I was sitting uh, at the bar hanging out with uh, listener Tim, and we were sitting there watching it. And he he himself is not a big horse race guy. He's you know. And, Goofy. I mean, I, mean, I just I watch it just because it's it's kind of like I'm I'm kind of like stuck in that mentality. Like that's just it was always on TV when it came on. So it was like all right now just now I'm kind of into it. Um, but yeah, before the uh, race began, and I forget what horse it was, got spooked or whatever, and literally fell to the ground like on its side. And we're sitting there, it's like oh there goes the next here comes the next glue. Yeah, I didn't have him in my horse death pool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he got spooked and he fell over. And then at the end of the race, uh, the winning horse got spooked during photos or whatever and like freaked out and knocked down the owner. What's going on with these horses? I don't know. It was kind of weird. But uh, for whatever reason, Tis the Law was your favorite horse uh, with, I think, four to five odds. Yeah, came in what, second? Came in second place. I assume he was the favorite just because he won the Belmont. He won the Belmont, so you're the favorite. So, um, uh, but he came in second, and the horse that won was authentic. authentic. I did I did watch Sports Center, So, I, I, I actually I did see the race. I just didn't see it live. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean. I mean, it's only 30 seconds. 
But what's not great 30 seconds? Not much to it. <laughs> that's a great 30 seconds right there, buddy. That's 30 seconds of your life. That's how you made a kid. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where's my stuff? <laughs> I, mean, I, I was actually waiting on that one. I actually came up with that one yesterday. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm I had glad a lot you're... of me time yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. Uh. I uh, I also have my. Remember how I was telling you I was going to do uh, my Philly Five of the week. Five athletes of the week. Let's pretend and say yes. I, I texted that. to you when I was on vacation. I was going to do my oh. Five athletes oh, of the week. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I get, no. I have my list this week. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get gearing up. I'm ready for that. Okay. Whenever you're ready to do that segment, you just say, "Hey, my turn." Okay. And I'll be like, "All right, let's go." I uh, wish I would have told you so you could have made something pretty up, but that's all do right. Do some well, graphics for yeah. you? Sorry. It's all right, but moving forward, I can get that stuff taken care of. Uh, uh, neighbors are home. Hi, neighbors. <laughs> howdy, neighbor. They've been going all week. <laughs> uh, so, NBA playoffs are continuing. Ah, oh, look at the heat, man. The heat are going to sweep out the Bucks today. Fucking Jimmy Butler. What? Shocked by that? Oh, <laughs> oh, Jimmy Butler. Why the hell did we get rid of that guy? I'm not shocked because Jimmy Butler's a hell of a player. They got some shooters. They got Hero. Little Duncan Robinson. They got some players on that team. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Heat Lakers. Okay. And if if the Heat win, I'm going to be so mad if Jimmy Butler gets that ring. I'm going to be so... <laughs> why I ought to. <laughs> yeah, the, they're looking pretty good. Uh, do they play today against the Lakers? Or, uh, 3.30. Against the, uh, against the Bucks. 3.30. Okay, can sweep them out. Wow. I'll be watching that game somewhere. Anywhere. I don't know. At a bar? Yeah, probably. There you go. We got Mr. Moe's working at the VFW today, so... Ah, shout out to Mr. Moe's. I hope he's listening. Hopefully he's got our broadcast uh, hooked up to the he usually, uh, TV. He, he does. If he's not busy, he'll throw it on. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, I, I, I inadvertently... I think... Because I was telling you this the other day. I, I'm like so stuck... In the mindset of this show, when I talk about sports outside of the show now, that I'm always like the pessimist anymore. So I can't even like because like we were talking about this when it came to the Phillies, when it came to other things. You're like, I don't even think you're a Phillies fan. Um, yeah. So I had this I had this discussion about Jimmy Butler about how I said I would much rather keep I would have kept JJ and Butler and said goodbye to Simmons and Embiid. And that sparked that sparked a whole controversy and. Everything like that. I mean, that's goofy. I don't think you need to do all that. But I'm, just, I'm not I was okay with JJ going. He's a, getting a little long a tooth there. But it definitely keep Jimmy Butler. Well, yeah, and because uh, now you're seeing it. Now you're seeing what he can do down there, or not what he can do. Like he, you, you've seen what he can do. Um, but yeah, that'll be exciting to see how that pans out for uh, the finals going forward. Uh, as well as uh, basketball, because we were talking about. Uh, Sixers talk and Brett Brown era being over last week and everything going forward. Uh, big discussion was like coach talk. Who who's coming? Who who do we want? Who do we not want? Like we were we were talking about like uh, Dawn Staley. She threw her name out there. She threw her name out. Nobody is. She just threw her own name out. Uh, not surprisingly, Jay Wright was brought into discussion. He said he's not leaving Nova. At any time there's a coaching position open, his name gets thrown out there because he is the biggest college name. Coach, except for Coach K, who's going to die. He's going to die as a on the coach. Yeah, <laughs> die on the court. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, but the 
As far as I've heard, unless you heard anything else, the the biggest Mr. Mose is listening for now. <laughs> but as far as I've heard, like the bring us over some beers. <laughs> yeah, we'll pay you. Uh, the one that we've heard the most is Tyron Lue. Yeah, it seemed like the and deal I, was in, real imminent. quick. Real quick, before you even go into that, I just want to make sure that your face just said it all on the playback. You're gonna see that I said his name and you went, yeah. You know, I uh, I'm not a huge fan of Tyron Lue because he won a championship because of LeBron. <laughs> He's not gonna have LeBron here. He didn't really coach. He didn't need to coach that team. <laughs> yeah. It's just uh, I don't think he's the right option. I'd rather have had uh, Steve Nash if I knew he was available than who took the Nets job. And people are bitching about that. People don't remember Steve. Uh, Steve Nash was uh, he's he's been part of the Golden State organization for the last five years. He's boys with Durant. Durant is going to be playing for the Nets all next year and signed off on it. Yeah, him he, and Kyrie yeah, signed they, off. They, on that's that's what they wanted, so they got what they wanted. Do you really want to go into the full thing? I, 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 I thought you were going to slip into the little I, Steve, I, Stephen I can, A. Smith. I can. Steve, I, Stephen A. Smith put his put his foot in his mouth because... Well, I mean, that's not new. <laughs> I know. Uh, now, do I think he has valid points in the world? Sometimes. I just think the way he expresses it comes off wrong. And his whole argument, regardless of Durant and Kyrie agreeing to it, he calls this this move white privilege. And he said, it's not a Steve Nash thing. It's just this is the way the world works because you would never have this opportunity. Like a, a black man would never have this opportunity with no background in coaching, no history of or experience whatsoever, and just be handed the job. Obviously, Stephen A. Smith doesn't follow basketball at all because, like I said, he's been part of the Golden State organization for the last five years. And what have they done in Golden State the last five years besides this year when everybody was hurt? They've won. Mm-hmm. And he's been part of that culture. Yeah. So you bring that culture to Brooklyn now. I, right. I, sometimes you need a fresh face. And it's not like Steve Nash is just some Joe Schmo. He's a two-time MVP. Yeah. He's a hell of a baseball player. It's not. He's got a great baseball mind. It's like I played a guitar there. Yeah, it's not you're bringing some Joe Schmo. It's not like, hey, John Boucher is going to be our new baseball coach right. coming out of Jakentown. He, he last time he played was in eighth grade. <laughs> like it's not like they're doing this. They're bringing Steve Nash, a Hall of Fame baseball player, in. Like come on, people. Well, <laughs> and and rightfully, so, I mean, I shouldn't say rightfully so. Uh, you had um, you need you got to get your chance somewhere. You just don't become like a legendary coach, <laughs> right? And I, I understand that. But like I said, Stephen A's whole thing was uh, pointing out that this was this is completely wrong, and this is this isn't how like this is just once again proving. Uh, that uh, black folks have to work uh, twice as hard to get twice as far in the world. So I guess he's not going to say anything when we sign Ty when we hire Tyron Lue eventually. No, and and because um, I uh, there were some uh, feedbacks based off of uh, Stephen A. Like some of the people got very pissed. Uh, who did I tell you that retorted? Um, Williams. Oh, Jay Williams. Jay Williams. Yes. So he fired back, basically calling him out, saying, "Come on, man, this is not a race issue. This is not the time or the place. Like this is like it's a fresh face be- coming because, into the NBA. Because, wow, we got we don't have a retread for once. Okay, and and that's like Williams was saying, he's like, you know, like don't don't do this. Like this is not that time. It's like because I'm trying to remember because Barkley chimed in too, 
And I saw what he had to it's say. I'm trying. I'm trying my best not to nick names. People that say the same. It's just the same people that talk shit. But yeah, but none of the, But none of them were talking shit. They no, were, I think Charles Barley for one time stuck up for the white man. He did. His, <laughs> his uh, paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. His uh, his response to Stephen A's uh, white privilege uh, comment was, you know, he started listing black players, black coaches, everything. Talking, de- he's like he he clearly what this guy doesn't count, this doesn't count, this do- like listing it off. He goes, do I think that we need more black coaches across the league, whether it's basketball or football? Or he's like, absolutely. He goes, but this is not the way to do that. He's like, this is not that argument. He's like, because he, he even brought up Tyron Lue, like he brought up all of that. So yeah, I think, and again, because Stephen A. likes to put his foot in his mouth left and right, I think that this was. I think that this was a moment where he let his 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 own personal like true true opinion that he never shows people. I think he let that get mixed up with his shock jock personality, and I think he misspoke way too soon on that. That's but uh, whatever. Yeah, it's Stephen A. being Stephen A. Once again, he's always going to stay in the headlines because I, I I don't think. Quite honestly, I don't even know if this is his true opinion. He just likes to have his name out there. So he'll just, also valid. He'll just throw stuff up and see if it sticks against the wall. Yeah. And I think that's Stephen A being Stephen A. Because, I mean, I had brought up last week, I'm tired of retreads. This is actually a fresh face as a head coach. Yeah. Let's see what happens. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Now, you and I, obviously, we were discussing the Stephen A comment uh I guess like Friday or whatever day it was, because I'm off for a lot of time. Um, but for people that don't know, uh, Booch informed me that Stephen A. is not just a journalist. No. He is not just a television persona, big ma- big mouth, loud mouth type of guy. He's also he's an so- actor. He's a soap opera star. He's been on General Hospital for about five years now. And I, I literally like for everybody for everybody listening and watching when he told me that like th- this was my face I was like Stephen A like the Stephen A Smith like yeah. seriously yeah and he like you you showed me the video like you brought it up. I was like That's and that so was an old video that was from like 2016 it's <laughs> so weird to me he, he plays a he's a security guy <laughs> yeah would you call what did you say his name is Brick Brick yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't watch her or anything. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. You, you, you got your nice hat going. You're he's, you're looking he, mighty. You have relaxed. Nobody he, can... do, he does cyber security on the show for uh, the mob. <laughs> <laughs> like aside from, aside from the fact that like we're talking about Stephen A being on a soap opera. I, <laughs> Cyber security for the mob. <laughs> like all of those, all of those words together make like make no sense together. And then the fact that it's on a show called General Hospital. <laughs> Why is there a mob on? Uh, whatever. I, I don't. It's there's been so a mob. Popular. There's been a mob influence for the last forty years on that show. <laughs> all right, whatever. I mean, it barely takes place in a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is our general hospital talk. <laughs> <sighs> Any, I'm actually starting a podcast called GH with Booch. <laughs> People might listen to that. 
You might get people to actually listen to that. All I got to do is just show you how to do this stuff, and boom, you're good to go. I'll bring in special guests, like Steve and I. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bring him by the Pillow Ford studio. That'll be fun. Uh, and then my last... Uh, best... We actually really have no pills in here anymore. Yeah, but I like the name. I like the name, too. We used to have at least one pillow in here. Yeah. We have all of my delightful... Well, let me move out of the way. All of my target boxes for my baby. That just keep... so and everybody that is listening that you that you bought stuff for us, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. We're buying more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, my we're, last. We're Venmo me money. <laughs> it just just cash. That's what my son mm-hmm. wants. He just wants straight cash. Booch sixty two two twenty four. Um. Speaking of straight cash, speaking of a lot of money, and finishing off our basketball talk, Kobe Bryant's childhood home sold is it didn't sell yet, but it is up for sale. It is going for an easy nine hundred thousand dollars. It's not bad. I, it's got like. Did you look at it? I haven't looked at <clears> it, <throat> but I mean, his dad was an NBA player, so it's probably a really nice house. Okay. Maybe. Like, I looked at some of the pictures. Like, now, now this isn't, if I read it correctly. Uh, it was probably a really nice house when he lived there when he was a child. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, when, when um, if I read this correctly, this is, whoever bought, like, they, the Bryants already sold their home. They did that, I think, in 08, if I read that right. Oh. And then whoever had it now is now selling it for 900000 Yeah. And, like, one of the, like... Like, the two big draw points for selling this house, A, Kobe Bryant's childhood home, and B, uh, Kobe's basketball hoop is still there. Oh, really? That's yeah. crazy. So, and like, if you look at it, it's, it, if if I remember, like, it, it looked dated. Like, for, for how expensive, I'm sure the property is huge. Like, the house itself, like, square footage and everything like that. Look at me. I, I bought a house for the first time, and now I, like, suddenly know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, so nine hundred thousand dollars. It's very, very expensive home, and I think uh, I think it was only like three bedrooms or four bedrooms. But you're buying Kobe Bryant's childhood home right there. You're buying the name, <laughs> right. not the property, <laughs> right? So anyway, for anybody that's interested, you can you can Where look is it, that Lower up. Mar- Lower Marion, right? I believe so. Like the article I read, it didn't give me a specific location. I didn't oh. really dive into it. All it said was a suburban Philadelphia home. Hey, Lower Marion, since he went to school there. Yeah. Uh, so let's shift gears here a little bit. Uh, you call it. You want NFL or you want Major League Baseball? I want both combined together. NFL. NFL. Okay. So officially. They are now on sale. Fans are not allowed to go to games, but you can get your cardboard cutout. And if you're an Eagles fan, because obviously you probably should be if you're listening to us because we're located outside of Philly, uh, you can get your cardboard cutout for an easy $100. That's crazy because the Phillies were 40 <laughs> And for season ticket holders, 25 Yeah, that's nuts. $100. And it's a lot less games, too. Correct. So... Because, like, they announced that this week, so you can go online, you got to take your picture, you upload it, whatever, they put you out there. 
we've all experienced it. We've seen people do some funny things, some goofy things with their cardboard <clears throat> cutouts. I think early on, somebody did a cardboard cutout of Bernie from Weekend of Bernie's. Like, yeah, and I, I was watching something last night. Somebody had their like dead grandmother up there. <laughs> like, oh, she was such a big Phillies fan, so now we have her as a cardboard cutout out there. <laughs> that's like, that's. Was it when she was still alive, like the picture? Weirdly, or? she still looked kept at it. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, it's like, if she's in a coffin, like, it's like, is that the picture you put? Like, I don't want to see that. McCutcheon, hit that cardboard but, cutout. But, but the lady, like, came into the stadium and got to take a picture with it. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Was she an employee? No, she was a regular lady. Hmm. It was kind of bizarre. That is weird. Um... But when this was announced that, you know, this is how uh, football is going to go and you got you get your cardboard cutouts and stuff, I started thinking. And I'm going to put this out there to you, all of our listeners. Give us a call, 724-815-0667, or leave a comment in our chat room here on Facebook Live so Booch can respond and get back to you. My question is, and I, I'm pretty sure I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What are they going to do? with all the cardboard cutouts at the end of the season. Are they going to just throw them away in, in the trash, or are they going to send them to the to the rightful owners that purchased them? Like, what is the uh, outcome? What is the game plan? Because I think it's kind of screwed up that they would just throw it away because you yourself purchased a likeness of yourself to be at the games. So maybe people want it back. Maybe they don't. I don't know. And the same goes for the the Eagles because now you got Eagles coming and it's gonna be a hundred dollars a cardboard cutout. They're gonna throw them out. So and like I said, I think that's probably what's gonna happen. But and hear me out, because of how things have been going, because fans can't go to games, because it's kind of weird, uh, and all these cardboard cutouts and everything, they go to charity. So it's for a good cause. Charity is stripper of the nineteenth hole. Yes. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because it's doing all those things, it's, they're just trying to make it more normal and everything. So like, okay, here fans, you can do this, that, and the other thing. Don't you think it would make sense or be a nice gesture for a shortened season? Fans cannot be there. So they're missing everything. They're just trying to have some type of normalcy. Shouldn't they just bring all of the cardboard cutouts and have the team sign them? Yeah, but they're not going to do that. I understand, but like, cause it's. Because that's the whole thing is like everything's about you know like let's let's give back to the fans, um let's let's do that. Paul drop dead. Whoa, that's a little rude. <laughs> well, he's texting me saying uh, your show's terrible. Oh uh, no, I guess he was talking about his photo. Never mind, Paul. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said this is bad. I assume he was listening, calling our show bad, and then instead he sent me this photo. From him last night. Oh my God! See, you tell you tell him to drop dead, and it's not even about the show. Come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. He's usually the one that always gives me a hard time. Uh, but as far as uh, signing the, I think you should. Uh, I actually like that jacket. Yeah, somebody came into the bar last night for Kentucky Derby. That's what he was wearing. Oh yeah. He had that and a a batai. A batai. He had I, a batai. I think I might rock a batai. Uh, 
But yeah, I think that they should like autograph those uh, cardboard cutouts and send them back to people. I because I think that's the least that they could do for a shortened season. No fans <clears throat> being able to cheer on their their players. I mean, hell, look at Bryce Harper. He still does his normal routine going out to uh, right field and like you know he'll do his bow and everything to like the cardboard cutouts. Kutch gives uh, his bells to the cardboard cutouts. Y- yeah. So like like they're they're trying to be somewhat normal, but it's like you know it's weird for everybody. So you have a shortened season. We're doing our best to like cheer you on from afar. Hell, like the Phillies have the the pandemic uh, crew. Yeah. What do we got? He said he said Paul's grinning like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but that's the like the least they could do, I think, is just. I, I know it's a lot of cardboard cutouts. It's not happening. But I think that's the least they could do. It's, that's, that's that's my. Well, it's not the, I mean, it's not the athletes' fault that the season's been weird. No, I know. I'm saying the organization. Oh, so you want the organ? You want like? No, I want the organization to say like, look, this is what we're gonna do. It's gonna take a while. It's not gonna be like an overnight thing. But I think that's the least that they could do because because guess what? When is we it the co- organization's fault that Corona happened? No, but you know what? The, <laughs> but I'm telling you, the you can see it happening. When next season begins, yeah, you don't think that they're gonna jack up the prices on tickets and, yeah, right and well, alcohol and food? So much. That's what I'm saying. It's the least you could do. You're about to like the fans just went an entire year without going to a sporting event, and then next year when we're finally back in, like uh, standing but room. That's just o- business, though. Standing room only is gonna be like thirty bucks. Like drop. That's just business. It only you know what's gonna happen because they lost out this year. I understand if that. You, and if, that's you, if you think the prices are gonna stay the same, then. That's that's shame on you. Okay. <laughs> I, I I'm just saying, like you know, like I'm saying, you everybody knows it's gonna happen. So to soften that blow for the people that bought those cardboard cutouts, why not just like have the players sign them and you have a nice little memorabilia from the weirdest year of sports? Here's your weird photo. And it's signed by a couple of players. I'm not saying it has to be the whole team signs the whole thing. I'm just saying you get a couple of signatures. It's a good idea, but it won't happen. I think we beat that to oh, yeah, high hell. Uh, and speaking of uh, speaking of not being able to go to games. So this was brought up to me because I did not see this article. And if I did, I just forgot it. Uh, it was told to me by listener Tim last night. That you should talk about and bring up Ohio. The state of Ohio is allowing things to be done a little bit different. So, for the uh, for the NFL season this year, uh, the Browns and the Bengals are each allowed to have two games where they have 6,000 fans in attendance. Okay. All right. They get to choose the games that they want. But that, that that's allowed two times this season. I uh, he and I were talking about it, and I did not see the the dates or the games that they chose. Uh, but the question becomes, as it stands right now, they're the only NFL teams that will have people in attendance. Right. Do you agree? Disagree? Do you think you call foul? Home field advantage? You have you you actually have people in stands? Well, I mean, it's, what do you think? it's. I mean, you can't call foul because it's uh, it's up to the stadium if they want to have fans or not. Right. So it's it is what it is. I mean, it's we're talking about the Browns and the Bengals. <laughs> they, they need all the advantage they can get. <laughs> I, I I understand that. I understand that talking point. I'm just saying, out of out of all the teams in the NFL, but all the teams could do it then if they wanted to. 
But they've I don't all, think they can. They've all come out and said they couldn't. They didn't want to. I don't think Pennsylvania, you, you can only have up to what, 500 people, 250 people or whatever? Dude, I lost so much so track I, 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 of I, I think Pennsylvania, you can't, but I think other states, pretty free, pretty open that way. I don't know. I don't know every state's rules. Right. So I, 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 I'd have to look into it, so I'm not going to. But but I'm saying like as anything. as far as I'm like not chime in on this as one. as far as home field advantage and everything like that going forward, do you think like uh, granted we're talking about two teams that you know over the over the years have shown that you're a non-threat like you're not any like you're not a contender so it's not like the end of the world but I'm just saying I guess I don't know what I'm saying I'm just I'm just <laughs> I'm just pointing out like I think it's I think it's kind of weird because like if the rest of the league can't do it. Because again, I don't know states. Well, then the NFL's got to come up with a rule that way. Exactly. Like then there has to be something done. It's like yeah, uh, just be, like if if other states I mean, can't. We're talking about Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati yeah, but, Bengals. But, yeah, but then you can make the same argument for college football because like when we were discussing whether or not college football was going to happen, not happen, whatever we were looking at, it's like okay, well some teams might elect to not like schools might not open. You can't do it. It's like okay, well you can't have like the rest of your conference play if. These teams aren't like that's like right. it's not fair. It's not right. So it's like either we're all playing or none of us are playing. That's so how that, the conference has been going. But and and that's and that's what I'm saying as far as having fans in the stadium. It's like I feel like the NFL should probably chime in on that and say, hey, either either we all have a little bit of fans or we have none. Like that's how it's going to be. And I don't care what your state says. This is how it's going to be. But I mean, obviously I mean, they're not going to do that's anything. That's up to the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So things are really starting to heat up. Uh, we brought this up last week in our quick show, which was the last week wasn't a quick show. It was like an hour and a half. <laughs> but we didn't get through everything, no. so we had to put we had to table things for today. No. <laughs> so one of the things that we ran because NFL was uh, pushed through real fast yet uh, last week. So um, one of the things that uh, we ran through was the investigation for the Washington football team with uh, Snyder, with the uh, lewd photos and things like that. So now the NFL is fully going in on this investigation, trying to find out what's going on. I think they're up to year 10 former uh, employees. I I think that's all the cheerleaders that they're talking about. Right, yeah. Uh, Investigation about um, sexual harassment. Uh, unsafe working environments, uh, yada, yada, yada. So it does not sound good. And like we discussed, the, this is a, an organization, a, a group of higher ups or whatever. It's like they just can't stop getting in the way of themselves. No. <clears throat> so my question to you and to everybody here that is listening, is this going to be a situation where the NFL basically turns around and says, we're forcing Snyder out. Didn't we, we, I feel like we did talk about this last week because I did say they're going to eventually they're going to have to force them out. They keep on coming up with this stuff. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just talking about the same subjects every week. <laughs> now we're just like every other sports talk <laughs> yeah, in the area. No. Look at us go. Just call us 97.5. Oh, where's my little... No, if they if these allegations keep on coming out, I mean Dan Snyder's a dick, so he be she he shouldn't be in the NFL anyway. I mean I was watching Sports Center the other day and they did a whole Dan Snyder thing. The employees are told when they're hired, don't look them in the eyes. 
Yeah, I did see that. What, like what, that, a, what a what a douche. <laughs> that that it really is a uh, a power trip. Mo- yeah. Like what, like where does that come from? It's, it's he needs to get lost. He's a bitch. He's a bitch, <laughs> and what does he need to do? Get out. There it is. So uh, let me change my graphic here so we can jump into some Eagles discussion. Oh, I hit the wrong button. What is happening? Let's try that again. There we go. So, talking about Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. All right. (laughs) So, uh, and on this graphic, I'll just read them off real fast. So you got Eagles have Brandon Brooks on the reserve physically unable to perform list. And then they waive the following nine players. Douglas Jones Miller. I don't know how to say his last name. Opetta? Opetta. Uh, Osman Rush. I don't know how to say the tight end's last name. Togiaya. Okay. Uh, Williams and... I never could say his name either. Wanna go... Wanna wanna go ho? I just want to hear you try to talk. (laughs) Whatever. And Williams. So... I would like to get your feedback on this list of uh, maybe some shocking, maybe okay. It's not there's nothing really to talk about. But what do you got? Douglas not shocked. Sidney Jones not shocked. Shreve Miller a little shocked. Opeta not shocked. Osman a little bit because they kept on saying how great he was looking at camp before he tore his ACL, and I guess he hasn't fully gotten back. Rush not shocked, Togiaya <laughs> not shocked, Wanagoa <laughs> not shocked, and Williams not shocked. But do, weren't you a fan of uh, Wanagoho? Weren't you a fan of him like uh, last season or? Nope. Or, or when? Barely, barely heard of the dude. <laughs> he, he never put any impact in my life. Hmm. I feel like you you liked him at one point. Maybe I'm maybe I dreamt that. Um. So what are you thinking as far as the? Uh, uh, official roster as it stands right now with our Eagles. Uh, it, it looks like uh, it looks like W's all over the place. I don't know. They look. It looks like a decent roster. I like. I, 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 we'll see what happens with Olshan over the next couple of weeks here because they're trying to trade him. Yeah. Well, I saw. I saw late yesterday. I, mean, I see you just had the cuts from. Yesterday, I mean, they they had yeah, a big cut day like three days ago too. That's that's the one that Rich sent us. So I wanted to make sure that I had something. I mean, I was surprised <clears> they <throat> cut Dante Burnett, wide receiver. He came up and played pretty well for his last year, a couple games. And there was another name that was pretty shocked. Oh, Elijah Holyfield, I was shocked that got cut. And now. And the and the reason I'm asking, but all of them cleared the waivers, so uh, we can stick a couple of them on the practice squad. Now and the and and honestly, it's gonna be a bigger practice squad this year because of COVID. And the reason I'm asking th- these questions, as far as like, what do you think about moving forward with our organization, with our team, that for the because we're what a week away, we're a week away. Next week, like, well, technically, what this week starts football Thursday. Yeah, Texans, so, Chiefs, Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. So you got some big stuff going on. Um, and then as far as football is concerned, as far as like, you know, um, everything kicking up, and we did discuss this a little bit last week. Uh, we'd love to hear everybody's opinions. Like leave us a little chat or whatever. Leave us a little notice. Uh, how did how did you fare as far as your fantasy football? How did everybody do? You like your teams? You not like your teams? What are you thinking? 
And mainly the reason I bring that up is because you, sir, picked up a guy that I completely forgot about, which was Leonard Fournette. Yeah, man. How you liking your team? Uh, well, that that was a little <laughs> bit weird because I didn't know where he was going to go, obviously. He ended up with Tampa Bay, and now I have like four Tampa Bay players in my starting lineup. <laughs> so they better put up some points this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about that the other day. It's like, yeah. Something that I never thought I'd hear. Yeah, I got like four players that are starting for Tampa Bay. It's like, what? Yeah. yeah I got Brady, Fournette. Gronk? Gronk and Evans. <laughs> they better put up some numbers for me. <laughs> Man, you're all in on the... Uh, That's the one league. That's the league I don't care about. That's pennies. <laughs> I, I understand. But I just wanted to bring that up because uh, there were some serious moves. And then uh, what was the most... Uh, uh, yesterday was, um, snapping makes you think of things. <laughs> I, literally, I had it ready and then it just slipped my mind as I'm like talking. What's his bucket? <laughs> Good old what's his bucket from Seattle. It just went to the oh, Titans. Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney. Thank you. Uh, I saw. I think, you're, I think you have early on seventh dementia. <laughs> it's way, the way names go out of your head. It's possible. <laughs> possible it's also possible that i never sobered up from yesterday and i'm still drinking but i mean this is every week you forget names <laughs> you're always snapping <laughs> uh so clowny i saw he's a clown i saw that before everything was announced that he was gonna be signing with the titans and everything like that i, I don't know when he said this but i read it yesterday early in the morning was that he was saying uh like things are not okay that, you know, the league will pay me my money. Like, what I'm asking for is what I get. And if you're not going to pay me, then I'm not playing. Period. And I just kind of read into that. I was like, man, that that does not sound like all that great like a, of a statement coming from a player. Right. Because, uh, like, either – like, there's, there's, no, there's no negotiation. There's no nothing. And then uh, he just changed his agent too, didn't he? I have no idea. I believe he did. Um, because things are just weren't working out, and he, so anyway, he landed with the Titans, so he's clearly going to get paid what he wants. He got, I think, fourteen million for the year. Yeah, but it's one year. One year deal. Yeah. So maybe he's a little bit of full shit and saying uh, he wasn't going to play. He's right. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm just gear. I'm just excited for football next to be back. week, one o'clock. So excited. So excited. The football Washington team in DC. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, uh, this will be a nice segment into the one thing that we were going to talk about last week and we didn't get into, and we're going to talk about it right now, is you and Paul uh, started doing this whole baseball card thing, and Paul's actually been doing like all kinds of sports, right? basketball, football, everything. He actually showed me two cards uh, now, and I told you about the one, was for those that actually remember what baseball cards look like, uh, his, for this football one actually had like a little window notched out of it and there was a piece of the jersey put in there so the one that he had was for the redskins for a player that none of us knew who the hell he was uh but then he showed me another one it was the, the jalen hurts the one? jalen hurts one which is part of the uh, logo of the eagles yeah that was so that's so cool looking so that that card right now is going for like 400 dollars on ebay really yeah hey <laughs> Hey Paul, I talked to him about it last night. Like, do you sell it? He said he's not going to sell it. I'm like, I hope you're lit. Well, cause see, see, and like, this is something that you have. We have to like, like, break down because 
I'm the middleman between you two because like you're telling me how you're working this out. He's telling me what he's working out. You bought that whole series. What was it? The 92 or 90? 90. Excuse me. That whole box set. And the way he keeps saying, he's like, why would he spend that and open it just for one card? I it wasn't one card. It was for the Nolan Ryan set of the mm-hmm. five five thousand strikeouts, and it was for the Frank Thomas rookie card too. Okay. I, and the Ken Griffey second year card. Okay. So like, uh, Paul, get off your high horse. <laughs> All right, it cost me forty bucks to buy the thing, and each card is worth more than forty bucks. Which I which I also think he's unaware of where you're getting your numbers from. Because it to me it doesn't sound like he's actually selling these, but I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, Paul, let me know. Uh, because he was saying like each card, he's like you know they go for like fifty cents, and I said well no like some of them have like a different value. He goes there is nobody in their right mind spending more than like ten bucks on a card, and I said I'm telling you like like what was it? Mike Trout is now like his rookie card is yeah. now worth is the highest worth. A baseball card at like three point some million dollars, three? Yeah, yeah. So, like, there are people that want things. It's just about like when's the right time to uh, to sell. So as far as your Ken Griffey, it's like you know you can hold on to that because that'll just keep increasing. Is I mean it's not like his career is going to get any what worse. Is, what price does that say right there? Keep bringing it in, bring it in, bring it in, bring it in. I got gotcha. you right there. <laughs> That's a lot of money. That's a lot of... That's a, and that's the card that you currently have. Well, that's the error card. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, but the fact of the matter is, is like the, there are people that are going to spend a buttload of money for this stuff. So, uh... The card I have is right here, which is $1,500. That's a lot of money. For a card, and it's not like his career is still going where it's just going to depreciate if he does yeah. bad, poorly. Like, in if anything, and I know this sounds morbid, but it'll probably be extremely valuable when he passes away. It'll be a sad day. You might actually cry that day. I will. Anyway, I'll be gone before then, so it don't matter. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Um. But if I was Paul, I would sell that Jalen Hurts. Get that four hundred dollars right there, man. You're talking about you're paying off your rent with, with a with the football card. <laughs> I like that you said paying off your rent. We'll pay the rent for the month. <laughs> <laughs> like rent is an ongoing thing that you have to like get down to but, zero. But one card that you spend like a couple bucks for for a pack, right? It's gonna pay your rent for the month. Yeah. Start making it as a business and not a collection. That's how I'm going it as. <laughs> Now, do because I now that you got into this and you're looking at money and everything like that, it, it does frustrate me. Does it frustrate you that you know all the cards that you collected as a kid? That yeah, because I remember you had that binder with all the sleeves and everything looked real nice. Yeah, it's kind of frustrating. That's uh, gone, but that's it. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like I, I remember having like I remember I remember there were times when I was in school. I think I was like in sixth or seventh grade. Like all the guys like we would. I remember there was the time that we like it was I guess winter time, so we didn't have outdoor recess. So, like, we all just brought in our baseball cards and started, like, swapping, like, you know, I'll trade you this for these two or whatever, just so you can, like, build up your own collection. I remember doing that a couple of times, like, a handful of times during the, the one school year. Yeah. And now, couldn't tell you where they are. Couldn't tell you. 
I, I, it might be in my old house in uh, Leadham Street. It might be in that garage. With the raccoon? With the Yeah, so I'm never going to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of uh, baseball cards and trading cards, that'll segue us into MLB. Unless you have some more NFL talk you want to No, no, I think okay. we're pretty set. We're good. we got to talk about what time we're going to do uh, the show next week. Because uh, we got NFL coming up. So. Yes. So, Booch and I will decide that off the air. We'll dive into that this week and figure out how we're going to do this with NFL. If the show starts at 11, if we just decide to do it on like a Tuesday or who knows. We'll figure it out. But stay tuned. We will give everybody their updates uh, as to when the show's coming back. Not like we're going away, but you know what I mean. Uh, so, uh, MLB. Obviously, last week we had, like, after the show, we had the uh, trade deadline. Uh, were you happy with any of the moves that happened across the league, more specifically with the Philadelphia Phillies? Yeah, we got a couple bullpen pieces that we needed, where we got a bullpen piece at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Phelps. We, we had to rebuild the bullpen. And we've been pitching pretty good lately. Yeah. So, we'll see what happens there. I mean, we hit the shit out of the ball, so, except for yesterday. We've been hitting the shit out of the ball, so we'll be all right there. Okay. Uh, as far as – how do I want to say this? Um, you you start replenishing the bullpen. You start building that up and trying to fix your, your problematic areas. Like you said, we've been hitting the crap out of the ball except for yesterday. Do you believe that Harper bunting is a good thing or a bad thing? Keeping in mind, uh, the other day when he bunted was his seventh of this season, uh, and I believe I, I don't like, and I believe he's only been successful three times. I don't like to take the bat out of our power, <laughs> so I, I, I the one time he did it, it was a perfect bunt down the third base line. Everyone's like, yeah, you're like, woo, I've been waiting for this forever, and it I was, and it and it, it worked one time, and you can't take the bat out of the power, <laughs> so. No, stop bunting, dude. <laughs> okay. It was funny that one time. All right, it's, it's hit home runs. But he's we doing... We pay you to hit dingers, you hit dingers like Big Al does in the <laughs> little leagues, all right? <laughs> I still got to remember to get that that num- that uh, sound bite. I'm Big, I'm Big Al. Al and I, I hit, hit dingers. dingers. <laughs> uh, but Harper's Harper's standpoint, like his stance on his, uh, on his batting, or bunting, I should say, is... More along trying to play the game of the actual game, small ball. He's not looking for like, yeah, you're paying me money, but it might. Am I being paid to hit home runs, or am I being paid to help you help this organization yeah, win? He's hoping to win, but it's not. If it's not working, <laughs> then would you say three out of seven is bad? Well, I guess not terrible, but I don't want him to bunt. I understand. That's, that's where I'm getting at. I don't want Bryce Harper bunting the fucking ball. <laughs> okay. Uh, That's why we have Roman Quinn for. That's why we have Gene Segura. I don't want him bunting the damn ball. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Now, as far as Harper's concern, with yesterday, uh, Mr. Harper got into a little bit of a uh, heated debate with the first base umpire. Did you see this? I did not. I was asleep. Uh, <laughs> I told you I was asleep. <laughs> he, well, I don't know your schedule. I don't know if you woke up to watch the game or you didn't or caught highlights. I don't know. There was a big debate, uh, a heated exchange um, 
because when he was up to bat, he he hit a he hit a nice ball and it looked like it hit first base. Looked like it bounced off that and out out into the outfield following the following the um, foul line. But it did go foul. Uh, but after it hit first base, and they called that a foul right off the bat, the first right. base umpire did. Had they not, had they called it fair like it was supposed to be, that was an easy double that he would have had and it would have scored. Yeah. Now, Harper didn't take kindly to that call, and then when the inning was over and he had to make his way out to the out to his position out in right field, I assume that he was saying something or asking a question or whatever the case may be, and you saw him get fired up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I forget. I think it was was it Spencer Howard that was holding him back. So I forget. I forget who was holding him, but somebody was holding him back. Because he was so heated, and then the umpire tossed him from the game, and then then there was no holding him back. Then they went nose to nose, maskless. Woo! Um, but then when he hit the uh, when he hit to the dugout, you know he's pleading his case, um, explaining to McCutcheon mainly Joe Girardi. He's like, you know, just wanted to have a discussion. I don't know if the umpire was premature if he just didn't want to hear a conversation if he didn't want anything but um you got to believe that he's coming back with a vengeance today i would hope so you know he's not gonna like i, I mean i shouldn't say you know i i, I can't imagine he's gonna let that slide oh We're, you betcha oh you betcha <laughs> so who knows um also the other day we uh the philadelphia phillies retired dick allen's number on thursday Number 15 has been retired. However, he is not in the Hall of Fame. Nope. Yet. He should have been a long time ago. He sort of got screwed over that way. And they'll probably wait until he dies at this point. <laughs> well, either way, they got to wait till next year because they're not doing anything this year. No, I mean, they're going to wait until he dies probably. That's a shame. Uh, one of the things that uh, was discussed, well, that I, I shouldn't say discussed, that I brought up is Alec Bohm. A name that is worthy of Rookie of the Absolutely. Year. Absolutely. Some people are arguing that no, because you have um, Tatis. Fernando Tatis is not a rookie, but you got a I, Craig, I, and Horf, uh, Craig and Hoff or whatever his name is out there, in San Diego. There, There's a lot of uh, other names out there, and my question was... Like, no, his I, numbers are second to the dude from San Diego, not named Tatis. Okay. Uh, so you're going all in on... a. On Al- Alec Baum. Yeah, I've been all. Uh, I, I know you have. I'm just. I'm, it's just a conversation, trying to spark a discussion. You're looking up his numbers. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then, did you want to go into the unwritten rules, or just like bypass as? No, like, oh, we don't I, need to do that. I got that. plans today. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. We can we can gear up to wrap this up, obviously. And the the main thing that we're not really talking about, because I know I don't want to have this conversation with you today. Last night, Game 7, Flyers lost. And they lost Good. horribly. Yeah, they're a terrible team. They shouldn't have been in the playoffs. And that's Booch's rant for the day. And we're not going to we're not going to bring everybody down on this Labor Day weekend. Uh, did you want to do your uh, top five or whatever you had? I do. So, do you have anything? No, no, no. The floor's yours because we'll do that and then we'll do uh, uh, I, I, our normal. I, I can't uh, find his name. That's what I've been looking for. Oh, 
Uh, I got number five. I'll go with uh, Zach Wheeler. Tuesday, great great game. Number four, I will go with one of your flyers. I'll go with Provorov. Game-winning goal in overtime the other night, right? Mm-hmm. Had, I think, another goal or whatever. Number three, going Aaron Nola. Lights out. Eight he, innings. Lights out on one, uh, Tuesday. Looking good. Number two, I'll go another one of your flyers. I'll go Kata Hot. Kata. He's the only player I like on the Flyers. He was standing. He was standing on his head, like they like to say about goalies. He has a shitty team around him, and he's had to do everything on himself. I feel bad for him. I'm not gonna. I, I, w- I wish he could play for the Avalanche, where he can have some goal scores. But that's all right. We'll work about that later on because they don't like to keep goalies in Philadelphia. And then number one, I am going to go. You have to go. It. You have to go. Reese Hoskins been on fire in Fuego. Unfortunately, Harper didn't make my top five this week. He will be back in eventually, but <laughs> Hoskins got to be number one. You were uh, you were on fire with that one. You were you were on fuego. Yeah, it, uh, it was a hard list I put together. I had to look at everybody's numbers yesterday, and I like it. Then between naps and busy, busy day you had. Yeah, that, like I'm dead serious about Carter Hart. He's going to be a stud in this league if he finds a better team to play with. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that they expected him to do everything. That I mean, for like for somehow, like the Flyers expected we can win because we have Carter Hart. It's like he's not scoring the goals for you. He's gonna he's gonna have to be Hextall to start scoring some goals. <laughs> it it was very very difficult, and obviously our executive director of social media, Rich, who which by the way, his birthday today. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Big old dirty thirty. It's hard to believe that he's only thirty. I know. <laughs> Uh, I've been in this dirty thirty for like a decade. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'll be Lordy, Lordy, look who's forty. I'll be calling him by then. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, he he was posting uh, some things on social media and things that I totally agree with. It's like the way that the Flyers looked was not great, and the fact that they were able to push Game Seven and go this deep in the playoffs. You gotta give them some credit. They play like shit this series. They made just seven games. That's props on uh, Carter Hart right there, or like people like to say, kind of hot. Okay, <laughs> we're just gonna move on from that. Uh, so if you don't have anything else, then we can jump into the uh, end of the show here. All right, see ya. <laughs> All right, let's go back in time with this week's sports rewind. 1972. Atlanta Braves slugger Hank Aaron earns his 6,135th total base to break Stan Musial's MLB record in an 8 to nothing home defeat to the Philadelphia Phillies. 1978, Yankees right fielder Reggie Jackson hits his 20th home run of the season in a 6-2 home win over Seattle. He's the 19th MLB player to hit 20 home runs in 11 straight years. 1981, Longest MLB game at Fenway Park history is suspended after 19 innings when the Mariners and Red Sox were tied at 7 apiece. Mariners would win the following morning in the 20th inning, 8-7. 1987. John McEnroe is fined $17,500 for his tirades at the U.S. Open. 1993. Penn State University plays its first football game in the Big Ten, beating Minnesota 38-20. 1999, Mario Lemieux's ownership group officially takes over the NHL Pittsburgh Penguins. Lemieux is the first player in the modern era of sports to buy the team that he once played for. 2001, 
Facing four-time Cy Young Award winner Greg Maddox, Cubs slugger Sammy Sosa hits the longest home run in Turner Field history as his 53rd homer of the season travels 471 feet to straightaway center. 2005, 20-year-old Kyle Busch becomes the youngest driver to win a NASCAR Cup Series race when he outduels Greg Biffle in the Sony HD 500 at California Speedway. And in 2006, everyone's favorite, Roger Goodell, begins his tenure as the NFL Commissioner. And that's what we have in this week's Sports Rewind. All right, so that concludes this week's show. Thank you all for listening. Let's uh, change our screen here. Uh, you can always tune in every Sunday at 12 p.m. However, we will let everybody know what the game plan is for next week and moving forward with Eagles games being at 1. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, make sure you download the iHeartRadio app or just go on your computer and ask to play the Booch and Pat show. Or as Booch is yelling from the other room, catch it live. Uh, and then also check us out at BoochandPatShow.com where you can get your t-shirt merchandise and follow all of our uh, videos, our up-to-date podcasts, everything like that. So until next week, uh, stay tuned. Uh, thanks again for the White Horse Coffee and Creamery. And uh, we'll be back. Enjoy your Labor Day weekend and shenanigans. So put your best face on, everybody pretend you know this song, everybody come hang, let's go out with a bang. Bang, 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 here we go. So put your best face on, everybody pretend you know this song, everybody come hang, let's go out with a bang.